Join Pastor George Zunwa on a journey of genuine God encounters through the Word of God. Through the teachings of Pastor George Zunwa, you will gain knowledge on how to triumph over challenges and transform them into testimonies. For more information and testimonies, contact us at 0702-5950 or 0702-5950. 5951 experience the power of God's word Jesus exceeds expectations now there are five dimensions of relationship trust how many dimensions the first dimension of relationship trust is called security that when I am with you you make me feel safe with you anybody that you are relating with you don't feel safe with that person emotionally safe spiritually safe physically safe that's not a relationship to build on. That's not a relationship to build with. Always be careful that you hang out with people you are safe with. Somebody say safe. safe. The second dimension of relationship trust is called discretion. Discretion is this, that you keep my confidences. You keep my confidence. If I'm relating with you and I share something with you, and one way or another I hear it somewhere, and I share with you again, I hear it somewhere. The relationship, the trust dies. And one of the bad things about life is this. That when somebody tells you something and say, don't tell anybody. You will tell somebody and say, don't tell somebody. And the person will tell somebody again and say, don't tell somebody. And then by the time he gets around to him, somebody tells him and say, don't tell somebody. And that's a bad thing. And he knows where it originated from. Learn to keep the confidences of friends. They told you something about their family. And please listen to me. Actually, one of the ways to know a wicked person when you're relating with people is this. Anybody you are relating with who came out from another relationship and is sharing with you private things that are sensitive about the other person is not somebody to trust. Any human being that came from another relationship and you start relating with the person and is sharing with you sensitive and private things about the other person, don't trust him. If you have a problem with him, he will share your own. The third one is called fidelity. Somebody say fidelity. Fidelity means that you have moral integrity. That if you say you are with me, you are not with another person. That you can't say I'm engaged to you and you are chatting with another girl in a different, in a funny way. Or you are chatting with another man in a funny way. Or you are sending some pictures and you are somebody who say, you know, I, I, I am keeping my options open. But we are engaged now. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. Are you hearing me? You don't do that. He said, no, no, uh, why we inside, I will not relate to anybody else. Excuse me, why I'm saying you will not relate to anybody else is because I don't want to lose you. It's simple, because many people are carried away by relationships. It's the one someone says, I know myself. Anybody that keeps saying, I know myself, is a danger to himself and to other people. Don't know yourself, just avoid trouble. You are not hearing me. I know myself, I know myself, nothing will happen. Hey, he fuller. No, no, anybody you are relating with, say, I know myself, I know myself, nothing will happen. Anybody like that, you know, ah, I'm in trouble. I can't, I can't work with this person. Back off. Because that person will keep you panicking for the rest of your life. The fourth area of relationship trust, the fourth dimension is dependability. Dependability means that you deliver on your promises. I'm going to do this, you do it. I'm going to be there, you are there. You deliver on your promises. Not every time you have an excuse, you have an excuse, you have an excuse why you can't deliver on your promises. Then uh, you're not dependable. So I can't trust you. 
And the fifth dimension of relationship trust is called loyalty. You are here for the long haul. We are in this together for life. These are five dimensions of relationship trust. Check this in any person and any relationship you are involved in. Do I feel safe with this person? Does this person keep my confidences? Is this person having moral integrity? Is this person dependable? Is this person loyal? If you check this, then there's a foundation to build trust. Why do we emphasize trust? Because trust helps partners to be open and vulnerable to each other. If I don't trust you, there are some things I can't share with you. This is why any one of you that just started a relationship and in three weeks time, you are sharing about your family, sharing about negative things about your father, your mother, your pastor, your friends and all of that. If you start that, that means you are foolish. That's why I don't support wedding of less than six months courtship. I don't like it. Not because I don't want you to wed, but I want you to at least relate with somebody and know some sides of the person, whether you can handle it or not. But this hurry, hurry, I must marry, I must marry, I must marry. When you enter there, you can find some things you can't handle. So you have to check, can I be open to this person? So I started relating with you and you want to know into everything. You want to get it. You ask this question another. I will block you first. I won't answer you. I just, I want to know you first before. We chat, we gist, we go around. And then when I can find out I can trust you, then I can share with you how my brother craves. Is anybody hearing me? But you don't bring it up first. Because maybe dealing with a dangerous man, tomorrow the relationship breaks. And when you're talking, you say, ah, go, go, go back to your mental case, brother. So it allows you to be open. Somebody say open. And then vulnerable. Somebody say vulnerable. If you can't trust somebody, why will you be vulnerable with the person? You are relating with a young man. You don't know anything about him. He invites you to his house and you go. And he reps you and you complain. You are dealing with a criminal. You don't know his friends. You don't know anybody. You just started and the next day you are in his house. Is that how sensible people relate? Anybody you are relating with that has not known you for up to one month and is already inviting you to his house doesn't have brain. Don't continue with him. All that is guiding him is his own. He wants to sleep with you. That's all he wants. And if he sleeps with you, he walk on. You, you come to my house. Come to my house. Come to your house. What? We just met. If that young man has sense, he will know that his house is his place of security. Before you bring in somebody to your bedroom, to your house, you should be able to know the level you trust the person. No, no, no. I can't work with this person. But because, because you are desperate to marry, because you are desperate, is a bed in hand, is what to in the bush. Make, make we go. Make we go. The second thing about trust is that it motivates both partners to make sacrificial investment. Trust motivates you to make sacrificial investment. If you believe that somebody is going to stay with you for life, it's easy to help the person. It's easy to help the person. But do you know there are some young girls that have trained some young men in university. And some of you here help people to travel abroad. And the man they get abroad, they send you postcard and that's the last. They say, I have arrived. Next day you call him, his line is blocked. The next time you see is when his wedding picture is on the newspaper. You couldn't trust him. You invested in him. So those things are important. A young man tells you, you know, I need money to complete something. I'm buying my car. You bought the car. Three weeks later, he dumps you. He's just timing you. Common sense, no common. And when you mature and have the sense of God and the direction of the Holy Ghost, you become a leader in life. 
You are making decisions without reproach. To enter trouble, go hard to you. There are people, everything in life, they enter trouble, enter trouble. One problem here, one problem here. There is, there's a level of wisdom you possess. To enter trouble will be hard for you. The third one is this. When there is trust, it reduces emotional distance and petty misunderstanding. It reduces emotional distance and petty, petty misunderstanding. Where there is trust. Where there is trust. Somebody calls you and then you answer the person. And you are gisting and laughing. And the young man you are dating gets angry. Why is he angry? No trust. If there was trust and all that. Oh, it's, it's, my, it's my colleague in the office. Okay. Not ah. Why are you so close to your colleague? What did that happen there? He said, I'm coming to the office. Why? He said, no, I'm visiting you on Tuesday. And we're going to go out lunch together. Do you have canteen in your office? He said, yes. He said, I'm coming. You will take me to the canteen. And then he comes on Tuesday. As we're going to the canteen, he says, is he him? Another brother, he says, is he him? Another brother, he said, no, it can't be him. This one is too short. <laughs> All of that is because there is no trust. Trust has a way. So petty, petty misunderstanding dies when there is trust. When there is trust, if I forgot your birthday, I actually forgot. Particularly those of us that are busy. But if there is trust, there will be no misunderstanding. The fourth thing is this. When there is trust, it helps both partners to look forward to a rewarding future. It helps you to look forward to a rewarding future. Because you know tomorrow will be better than today. You know this thing is not going to break. It's not going to have an issue. So build trust. Somebody say trust. With trust, it becomes easier. How do you build trust in relationship? Do you know that building trust is not really complicated? It's not really difficult. Why? Because your friend has already given you trust on credit. The person has already allowed you to become a friend. That's trust on credit. Now what you do with that trust is what matters. For me to allow you access into my life shows I am giving you an opportunity to show me that you are trustworthy. So when somebody allows you to come close, when somebody shows you I love you, when somebody allows you access into any area of his life, he is telling you, I want to trust you. This is a platform. Build it right. So how do you begin? Number one, listening to your partner's feelings and express concerns. If you are going to build trust in a relationship, listen to your partner's feelings and express concerns. The feeling first and the concerns. If your partner is telling you I'm not comfortable with somebody, you be careful with the person. If you don't listen to your partner's feelings, feeling, and sometimes feeling the crazy, sometimes feelings are unreliable. That the feeling is unreliable doesn't mean it's nothing. It matters to your partner. So it must matter to you. So I am getting closer and closer to this person. And the person I'm engaged to. Or the person I'm getting married to. Is saying there is something about this person that worries me. There is something about this person that worries me. You say explain to me. And he said, I don't know. But deep inside me. There is something that worries me. Now even if you don't back off. Be careful. Particularly young men, please listen to me. Women can sense something before a man can know it. A woman can smell something far away. Many times before a husband runs into trouble, 
The wife has been warning him. This is your friend. Slow down. No, my friend said we should invest together. Slow down. Slow down. The moment the money enters the friend's house, the next time he comes back, he won't be able to tell her the money is gone. He'll just be sighing. Sighing up and down. And all of that. Until the wife says, what's going on? He said, oh, people are bad, though. He said, what happened? He said, but I told you. Be careful. So whether it's a male or the female, be careful. The second thing about building a relationship is this. Be a learner and keep making intentional improvements. If you're going to build trust, be a learner and keep making intentional improvements. That's how to build trust. Maybe you're dating that young guy. And then after this, you call him and say, excuse me. You know, when pastor was teaching, I noticed this, I noticed this, and all of that. I'm going to make change in this area. Hold me accountable on that. Or you tell it to the young lady. That's how somebody begins to trust you. Where people don't build trust is this. You learn something, but you don't open up and say, I learned. So the person doesn't know you are trying intentionally to change. It's always good when you learn something, tell your husband, tell your wife, tell the person you are dating, excuse me, you know, when the message was going on, I learned this thing. It was, I wasn't doing this before. And I'm going to be doing this now. I won't talk to you this way again. I won't do this again. I won't do this again. Hold me accountable. The moment you start relating with somebody like that, the person's trust on you increases. The third essential, learn to quickly own your mistakes and make amends. If you are going to build trust, learn to quickly own your mistakes and make amends. There is nobody on earth who doesn't make mistakes. The problem is, can you own your mistake? Can you make amends? If you have made a mess, no matter how big or no matter how small, it could be that you forget something. It could be that you, you are relating with somebody and it was wrong. Please, make amends. Admit your mistakes, make amends. They are saying, wait, I am sorry, helps to build relationship. You are not hearing me. Humility has a way of building relationships. Anytime you are relating with somebody who finds it difficult to say sorry, don't keep that relationship for long. If somebody's sorry is heavy on his mouth, don't keep it for long. You know when you should step out, step out at that time. Young lady, if you are dating anybody like that, this is the time to escape. You are about to enter wedding lock. You are about to enter marital prison. There is nothing as hurtful to a woman as a man who can't admit mistake. A man who cannot say, only I'm sorry, only I missed it, only this. If you meet one. You know, there are some people that every time they are wrong, they have an explanation. Every time they are wrong, they have a long story. They will go from here, go from here. Go. By the time they finish, you are the one apologizing to them. If you are relating with somebody like that, you better back off Learn to quickly own your mistakes and make amen. The fourth way to build trust, follow through on your promises and collective decisions. Follow through on your promises and collective decisions. If both of you decided it, follow through. If you made a promise, follow through. Do what you promised. And then finally, set clear boundaries in relationship and stick to them. Set clear boundaries in relationship and stick to them. If you are somebody, we agreed when we are starting a relationship that sex will not be involved. And then every time you are pressuring me for sex, pressure me for sex. I know that I cannot trust you. 
Uh, if you don't give it to me, I'll find somebody else. So, uh, the, the way my body is doing me. He said, I've been trying, you know. I've been trying, you know. This agreement we have, I've tried, though. Know, it's more than a year now. It's more than a year now. I don't know what it's, my body is doing me. He said, if, 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 if you don't give it to me, I will find somebody. Any young man threatening you like that, I guarantee you that young man will cheat on you. So don't give it to him to keep him because he is not being kept by your sex. He has a problem. And no matter how many people he sleeps with, he still has a problem. Sex doesn't satisfy for a lifetime. Listen, listen. It's not a Dorado. All the story they told you about sex, exaggeration. It's hype. There is no special thing about sex. You finish, you go. Set clear boundaries and stick to it. Now, you see, trust is not most times destroyed by the first failure. It's destroyed by you not acknowledging failure and not making attempt as change. Even after some things, there's a failure. Somebody can still give you an opportunity to rebuild trust. And there's a big difference between behavior problem and character problem. You can make a mistake. But if it keeps repeating, 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 it's no longer a mistake, it's a life pattern. We have to deal with it. When trust is destroyed or broken, everything in the relationship is being rearranged. So please be careful not to betray your trust. Don't think that if they didn't find out, it's okay. No, they will find out later. Don't betray your trust. And the moment you have found out betraying trust, that's when you know that life can be difficult. Don't let your life get messed up. If they catch you in any nonsense thing, that's when you know that life can be difficult. That's when you find out that your best friends will deny you. People are going to abuse you and insult you to your face. That's why you know that life is nothing without honor. That's why you have to be very, very, very careful. And please don't keep things bottled up. If you have a problem with your fiancé or a friend, please share with the person so you can keep the trust. And communicate when you notice that trust is being threatened. And as you are making your decision in marriage, remember that more than 60% of the problems you will see after your word started before the wedding. Wash your eye and check well. Whatever you see today will continue. If anybody tells you I'm going to change tomorrow, it's a lie. Whatever you see will continue. People don't change easily unless God changes them. And finally, know when to hold on to a relationship and know when to fold. If you are not compatible, walk on. It's better a broken engagement than a year-year life-destroying marriage. In today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.